0: Okay, Q jingle. Q
1: jingle.
0: There it is. Greg, hello.
1: Jonathan, hello.
0: Oh my gosh, back at it again, Batman and Robin. It's
1: delightful to see and hear you, my friend.
0: Yeah, and you as well. I know, listener, you cannot see us, but Greg's looking dashing this morning. Thank you. Yeah, he's bringing his... I have my Captain
1: Marvel t-shirt on, which you... There you go. Oh, that's... because. Yeah, uh, not not Captain Marvel, Captain America. Captain America, yeah. What am I saying? My Captain America shirt on because I'm a lover of the Marvel movies.
0: Yeah, and I have my uh, oh my god, Foo Fighters shirt on because I'm a lover Ooh. of the Foo. Up uh, as one should be. <laughs> I don't fight them; I embrace the Foo. That's
1: <laughs> the Foo Embracers.
0: Yeah, the Foo Embracers. Yeah, it would not <laughs> have been that's a popular band. band name. Not not as good. Yeah, need that edge with the fighting in it.
1: Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Some conflict in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, what if the so, Avengers
0: just use their words? Like, what would the movie?
1: <laughs> what would exactly. movie yeah. arc look like? Thanos, can we sit down for a minute? Yeah, I feel I will, your feelings. We're not here to talk about this, but I will tell you that I saw the new Spider-Man animated movie last night, and it's okay. amazing. Is it? Everyone's it been is saying amazing. that. Amazing. Yeah. So, listener, if you are at all a fan of. Marvel movies, or more importantly, if because it's primarily a Sony production, if you're a fan of animation, the animation in this movie is so incredible. Mm. It is engaging and fast. It feels like a comic book in all the ways that comic books feel great, but mm. it's also a wonderful story, told very well. The characters are compelling, and it's visually beautiful. Wow. Not like... I mean, Dune, the movie, was visually beautiful, but it was also kind of slow and sleeping. Yeah. And, you know, that is, Spider-Man moves like a freight train. Uh, it's fantastic. Anyway, yeah. that's not what we're going to talk about. What are we here to talk about? We're time? not here to talk about that at all. Um, <laughs> uh, what, we're going we're gonna to talk about one
0: of my favorite parts of every meal. Uh, the dessert. Wait. The dessert! Desserts! desserts!
1: <laughs> that's right.
0: That's right. Desserts in the desert.
1: That's I love you. Before. Refer to that as your favorite part of a meal, as opposed to the meal itself, because yeah, I will admit. And last night is an example. My <clears> primary <throat> caloric intake last night was what some people would consider dessert. Primary oh exclusive, yeah. So yeah, I'm a fan. I have a sweet tooth. That is my uh, my downfall. Many the that's time, but. I'm excited yeah. about this episode. For that you and me both.
0: Yeah, that that's sweet tooth of mine. I tried to actually find it and have it removed, but the dentist could mm. it. So it's in there had somewhere. Had several
1: others m- removed by accident, yeah. Yeah, I did, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's right. I had my wisdom teeth, obviously. The yeah, gone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a first. <laughs> uh.
1: Well, then let's just, let us then sh- just jump in because now I'm getting hungry. Mm-hmm. You, Jonathan, yes, what sir? is your favorite dessert you thought I was going to ask you to eat I'm going to ask you to make. What is your favorite dessert to make? Oh my gosh. To make.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's, that's funny.
1: I, I like,
0: I really enjoy uh, making pies. And so like, but, but I'm a berry pie person. Like there's, there's banana cream, there's chocolate, there's all those other kind of pies. But for me, I really, I, I like making the berry pies. So, uh, especially up here in the Northwest, where we get so yes. many great fresh berries like yes. blueberries, Marion berries. And if, if mm-hmm. listener, if you don't know what a Marion berry is, it's kind of, um, you'll find them through Oregon and Washington. I uh, think, think blackberry, but about three times, twice the size. They're just huge and juicy yeah. and delicious. Um, it's not Marion berry, the, the um,
1: defunct <laughs> former mayor of <laughs> D.C.
0: Yeah. D.C. Mayor, yeah. Um, <laughs> although him in a pie, I don't know. Um, but the. <laughs> Uh, but Mary and Berry is is one of my favorites and uh and 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 I like making them. And I don't make them that often. It's been actually several years since I've baked a pie, come to think of it. So I should
1: I need so to get back on that. I have questions then. So I'm do you make your own pro- your own pie crust? I
0: have. Um I sometimes just cheat and go with the um, the frozen pie crust or the the pre made one that you can buy um, if if I'm in a pinch. But I do I do really try to uh, stick with fresh other all the other greens yeah. being very fresh, right? All the berries that either there's a lot yeah. of places, especially um, in the season, where you can just pick buckets of berries at these you pick <laughs> you know these you pick. Uh, uh, farms where you can go out, they yeah. give you a bucket, you want And I grew up doing this uh, on our mm-hmm. little island, Bainbridge, Bainbridge Island, where it was primarily when I lived there. And now, now it's very different. But when I lived there, it was a lot of farms, a lot of farms, yeah. and a lot of berry farms. So we would, mm-hmm. um, and in the season, they would all these kids would go out. You get a flat, and you go out and pick strawberries. And Bainbridge was kind of famous for its strawberries. Oh, wow! Right. On. And um, in fact, when when the Queen would, uh, had her coronation, queen, uh, queen Elizabeth who just passed. Um, they they sent several flats of, of strawberries from Bainbridge for the for the Holy Mackerel, I didn't know uh, that. they were what they were that I, well known.
1: I lived just across the water from Bainbridge uh, and never knew that. Um, yeah. I have a I have a berry story that I want to tell, and then I have questions about your pie. Um, so blackberries are very common in the Pacific Northwest, in the mm-hmm. Seattle area, and all around. Yeah. And in fact, they're somewhat invasive. It is not uncommon for people to have to sort of struggle to uh, clear the the blackberries off of their property. Oh, yeah. um, and that's relevant because they grow wild in you know all over places, public spaces. Mm-hmm. So at the beginning of the pandemic, um, one of the things that I did is um, I went down to the Burke Gilman Trail, which is a bicycling trail, uh, bicycling and walking. I used it for bicycling in Seattle, and it's uh, part of the national uh, Rails to Trails system that mm. is um, cities that have, that had old railways that they have um, pulled up and then paved and converted into urban uh, walking and biking areas relevant because, as you would imagine, um, a former uh, train track is going to be relatively level. So it makes it a really nice sort of way to walk. The Burt Gilman is is a great example of that. It runs right through the middle of Seattle. Um, So here we are in the beginning of the pandemic and it's know springtime early summer time and we're in the first weeks and you know month or so of the pandemic and no one knows what to do we're wiping down groceries and all that i went down to the burke gilman trail uh in ballard and actually filled up two big bags full of blackberries um, and made blackberry jam mostly because i had nothing else to do (laughs) because it was the pandemic Oh my so
0: That's, guys, my, that's I my
1: berry story. But I, here's my question for you. So, yes. as a maker of berry pies, yes, very. Um, I've made berry pie, and very often um, they can be runny. Oh yeah. So how do you make sure that it sets up in a way that makes you makes it cuttable?
0: It's really hard, um, and and I haven't found the secret. So I, I I just kind of have runny pies. But I but I do drain them excessively like i just
1: ah i just
0: let the berries drain i rinse and i just let them hang you know for 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 a while but i mean they're they're by by their nature full of juice and fluids they're just gonna Mm -hmm. be runny i'm sure there's something where you would maybe pop in some gelatin or something that would help to bind it i've just um i've just never done it and yeah um a lot of my pies actually wind up I don't know really what the difference between a pie and a cobbler is. They're about the same thing, but maybe a cobbler doesn't have a shell on the bottom.
1: I'm not that... sure. Yeah, that might be it. There's uh, there's pies and cobblers and buckler, bucklers, bucklers, buckles, buckles, buckles. buckles. pies and cobblers and buckles. And so, oh my! <laughs> so I think that uh, cobblers and buckles have a good bit of overlap. At the end of the day, I don't know that it matters. It's some sort of doughy, crusty, crunchy goodness. Yeah. And yeah. berries, and then if you're not a barbarian, ice cream on the side, because Thank, absolutely good heavens. Uh, yeah. Pectin, I think, is the answer oh, to the pectin. question about firmness yes. in a berry pie. Because yeah. I know that, like, I, I made um, some grapefruit marmalade recently, and so jams and jellies also benefit from pectin. Mm-hmm. And and invariably, there's recipes that, that will um, leverage the existing pectin in a fruit um, rather than adding um, commercial pe- pectin um and sometimes yeah. that wins and sometimes it doesn't but commercial pectin will firm up a pie like that and it, mm-hmm. it's just sort of a white powder that you stir in and it it's not quite as weird as gelatin Ooh. yeah i tried gelatin once and my berry pie it was cherry pie at that point had mm-hmm. the, my cherry pie had the consistency of jello yeah not, not what i wanted no um yeah yeah, all right. Oh, I want pie, and well, you're in well, now, season now for that, right? Oh my god, there's berries sure, coming right. in. Yeah,
0: they're they're all over. Yeah, they're all over. So
1: that's that's mine. I'm going to turn it right around, sir. Mm. What is your favorite dessert to mm. make? Well, I will tell you, uh, my favorite dessert to make lately has, the, and it, of course, favorite has different definitions for me. So there's like favorite fast, favorite summer, favorite you know stuff like that. I think that the there's two favorites that come to mind though, mostly because they are decadent and also require some skill to make mm. for me, for me anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> the first one are uh, millionaire bars or millionaire shortbread. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you've not heard of them, they are. Uh, so actually, if you imagine uh, you're looking behind me and nobody else on the, on the podcast knows what's behind me. So there's yeah. this, these rectangular, um, uh, appli- appliques of felt on the wall behind me, which mm-hmm. um, are, I was going to talk about rectangles. Anyway, a millionaire bar, when you have it in your hand, is a, a probably about a three inch long by uh, maybe one inch wide and one inch tall cookie bar. Mm-hmm. The bottom layer is a traditional shortbread, the middle layer is caramel, and the top mm-hmm. layer is chocolate. OK, um, it's like a chocolate, like a um, like a I'll say, like a crispy chocolate, mm-hmm. um, tempered chocolate is what it ends to be. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I've made them a couple of times. And and, it, you know, when I first saw the recipe, um, it just felt so decadent. And it I love to cook. You and I both love to cook. I love oh, time yeah. spent in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And this is, a, you know, you, you basically you mix the shortbread and then you bake the shortbread and you make it you let it cool entirely. And then and that takes, you know, a couple of hours all to all told. And then you make caramel sauce, um, which has you know you're looking at temperature and looking at color and making sure that it's not overcooked or undercooked. Yeah. And then you temper the chocolate so that it gets really kind of crispy on top, and then you let the entire thing cool. And it just has a number of steps, and it is one of the most impressive things I've offered to guests mm. because that whole layered thing is going on. Yeah. The other one that I will that that gets an honorable mention, although I have not now made it in probably ten years for mm. reasons that might become obvious. So I used to be a waiter, as you, as you may or may not recall, and I mm-hmm. worked at, uh, at a hotel in downtown Seattle that at the time had a dessert buffet every night. Oh, my. Like, like a 20-foot, maybe longer, dessert buffet with a whole bunch of things on it. And at the right. end of the night, when we we're done with our shift, we could we could fill up a plate if we wanted to with oh whatever's on the dessert buffet at the end of the shift. This is a terrible thing, by the way. I started yeah. putting on weight and didn't know why. It was a... <laughs> yeah, right. Why is this like, happening? Think, no, 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 no. I don't know why. Like all my clothes are like way, way shrinking. Um yeah, as I have another piece of pie. In yeah. this case, however, uh croissant bread pudding or croissant. Croissant bread pudding, depending on your yeah. point of view. So this was uh this is, in fact, uh so croissant that are layered in a baking dish. And then you make um creme brulee. So oh, the gosh. the custard of creme brulee, which is sugar and egg yolks and vanilla yeah. and whatever else is in there, honestly uh, that might be it. Uh, and then so you you layer these um, croissants in the baking dish, and you pour the creme brulee over the top, and then you can dot it with say cran- dried cranberries if you want, or nuts or something like that. And then you yeah. bake the whole thing in a uh, in a water bath in a bain marie, and which allows the creme brulee to sort of firm up and become that firm custard. Well, then you have this croissant bread pudding that is the richest, butteriest, oh my gosh, fattest, sweetest, oh, yeah. most like I don't know, mind blowing dessert ever. Again, super impressive to serve and offer to people, but um, but a bit much. So, like I said, I haven't made it in easily more than ten years. But I could, but as you hear me describe it, it obviously lingers in my mind. Um, oh yeah, it's easy to make. Yeah, um, but yeah. So those are my, those are my, my go-to, like impress the neighbors desserts.
0: And, and, and listener, you couldn't see Greg's face as he explained this, but (laughs) if he were, I, he would have the same look on his face if he were explaining his first kiss. Like (laughs) it was this, this euphoric, (laughs) wistful look on his face. Like, oh, remember the days of croissant and bread pudding and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, was, that was that was a lovely memory, Craig. Thanks for sharing yeah, that with me. That lovely was lovely to share. You, t- you took me, you took me right back there with you.
1: I'm glad. I'm glad. I, yeah. Now my pants you...
0: are also tight. Thank you.
1: <laughs> By association, yeah, it's bound. <laughs> um, but yeah, those two. And but otherwise, you know, interestingly, are are you a cake baker, like a standard layer cake baker? You know,
0: I have I have done it. I am not great at it. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, the you know, I think it's the and. The difference between where, uh, between the exact measurements that the bakers need, <coughs> and and the and the science behind baking that that sometimes you can uh, you can you can dance around with uh, with cooking. Where cooking is, you know, like I say, more of an art and baking's a science. Um, yeah. I was not great in science, and so oh. so measurements are, are are not always my best friend. So uh, I don't always get the um, the rise out of the cake that I'm looking mm. for so uh so emotional emotional or, or both otherwise. yeah it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's just one big uh sack of disappointment when i start baking uh like things so cool. but uh but when i have done it and i have found that you know it's kind of like it's kind of like when i play golf and i just i spend eight holes swearing and cussing and then i hit that one great shot i'm like yeah, I'll do this again. So I have made a cake that was fluffy and it was delicious and it came out perfect. And I'm like, "Hey, I can do this." And then the another nine cakes later, I'm like, "I can't do this." So that's my cake experience. But thanks for bringing I, that emotional roller coaster. I was gonna say, yeah, in. sorry
1: to bring you, drag you all the way through that. Uh, we can we can spend a little time in recovery if we need to. Um, thanks. Although <laughs> I will say my own cake experience is somewhat similar. Um, oh. which is to say, you know. I I have made cakes at, as a as a person who likes to cook and who mm-hmm. likes to bake and who likes to eat cake. Um, oh, yeah. I have certainly made them and I've I've used canned frosting and I've I've made my own icing or frosting. I'm not sure I know the difference. Um, perhaps one of our uh, listeners will tell us. But um, unlike a lot of other things that I make, cakes are you know their 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 shining moment, their big moment in the sun, is presentation of the finished cake to mm-hmm. an audience, to your guests, to your, mm-hmm. for a, a birthday party or something similar. And as you know, I live alone and I, I while I enjoy mm-hmm. cooking for people, and doing things for people. I very often, you know, when I'm cooking, I'm by myself. Honestly, it, making a cake for yourself, like three layers and, you yeah. know, and like, and frosting it and adding everything and, you know, adding that, that, at the end of the day, when you're sitting there alone in your kitchen, looking at a beautiful cake, mm-hmm. I mean, you could write a whole sad movie about that. I was just thinking, I, I just have this some image of you
0: eating it off of your Captain America oh, shirt. Just, and crying. Just, just the plate. And you're just eating, no, no slice, just into the cake, watching Marvel movies. Yes, a little that's
1: it. Yes. Watching the Avengers and crying, sobbing into my cake and eating it directly out of the cake pan. <laughs> yeah. So because that is the image that is conjured up, I, yeah. I tend to not make cakes, even when I'm going to have guests. Don't because it? there are so many other desserts that I think are even better, like a buckle or a cobbler. I mean, such an easy thing to make, yeah. um, you know, and, and with ice cream, you know, certainly rewarding. And I think, I feel like so many cakes look better than they taste. Um, not yeah. Bad thing, I guess, but yeah.
0: You know, there's, there's all, there, there's entire shows about cake baking and right. The great cake bake off and and the British yeah, show and and there's so many and there's one a show out there called is it real or is it cake and oh, have you seen oh, this yeah. and and they I, have, I, like, yeah, I have like there's like a that, pair yeah. of nike shoes and like, which one's the shoes and which one's the cake and you have to like stare at it like i can't tell the difference and i don't understand how uh just the amount of talent that goes into to making these cakes and then i thought to myself like what executive was at some kid's party, and somebody had made a cake that looked like something, and he's like, "That's a show! Like well, I'm going to make this a thing." Exactly. And we're going to have people,
1: people gonna care about this.
0: Things to look like top hats, and I don't know squirrels, and which one's real. So.
1: <laughs> um, all right. Next question for you. Oh so yes. Most difficult dessert, you have you have tried to make, whether you were successful or not.
0: Oh. The most and if you want, way. I can
1: go first. Until Why you don't mind. you go first? Let me think okay, about. Okay, I'm going to go That's first. That's a really so good question. So yeah. only because this is an, an emotional scar that I bear yeah. to this day. Okay. Um So I pride myself on being a person who can cook and or bake. With, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be on the British baking show, other than maybe on the bloopers reel. But I do okay. Uh, um, this one, I was not successful after after multiple attempts. French macarons. Macarons. Oh macarons. yeah. Macarons. Yeah, macarons, the little and so uh, listener, if you are unfamiliar with them, these are uh, round uh, meringue. It's like a meringue cookie, yeah. and so and a meringue is uh, egg whites and some other things, Sugar's often like, yeah. that are uh, that are baked until they're sort of very light and kind of crispy, fluffy at the same time, um, with a some sort of pastry cream in the middle, and then another top of the sandwich on top, mm-hmm. um, and you see them in sort of at sort of super high end bakeries especially obviously in french bakeries mm-hmm. and the challenge so first of all working with meringue is it's a for me Is its own challenge you know you're whipping the egg, egg whites to a certain stiffness level yeah. and you incorporate the sugar and then at that point there you know you 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 pipe them into your the shape that you want and then you bake them at a really low heat and that uh is how they work out and then uh, and uh, macaron are are uh usually some color some colors so you add you know green food coloring or pink food coloring into your or egg mm. So the challenge, though, and this is the the tough part, then is you pipe these little circles onto, say, parchment paper or a silpat or something like that, and you bake them. The process of them baking and cooling, most often, if you're unskilled like me, results in you'll get a crack in the top or a split or a, yeah. some other kind of break in the top. Now they taste the same, but yeah, they don't look quite right. And and so for the for what looks at the end of the day like you know, if it were across the room and you just took a glance, you'd think it was a colorful Oreo. For what looks right. like basically like a colorful Oreo, I spent a solid day trying to make mm. these damn things. And they tasted fine, yeah. but uh I got splits and cracks in my meringue every single time. I decided at the end of the day that there were much better uses even for meringue, much less better uses for uh my time. So there was right. that was the hard one. So I believe do, that, uh, do you putty in, do you use like
0: a, like a putty knife and just put some more meringue in there and let it cool? I mean, how do you, do you feel the crack? Or oh, you just, for the you just split? It, no,
1: you live yeah. in the crack. You live yeah. in the crack. Because yeah. by then they're, by then they're, they're baked. So, and, yeah. and the cracks are often not huge. You know, they're, it, it just ends up being that like, you know, somebody else who's tried to make them is going to point to the crack in your, in your, in your macaron and be like, Oh, look, you failed. So oh, look, stuck <laughs> at this. right? Like a, as, a they, as human, they eat them up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. A normal human would be like, Oh look, colorful Oreos. Oh, these are weirdly crunchy. Chomp, 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 chomp. Right. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. but you'd get one other person who had either done it successfully or more likely unsuccessfully would be like, but still, Oh, look, but you're, but still a, you're a failure too. Yeah. You're a
0: failure too. Welcome. <laughs>
1: exactly. So that's, that's my, I think most difficult dessert that I've tried to make.
0: Oh, that's a really good one. Thanks. Um, the most difficult one I've tried to make is to make, so my favorite cake as a kid, my birthday cake, was my mother's carrot cake. And she would make, oh. she would make, she would grate the carrots. She, she had all this, you know, and she, would, and she would have, it was two layers, and in between the two layers was homemade ap- apricot preserves. Oh. And oh. then she would do the whole, yeah. So there was a whole thing. And really, and I asked her one time why, and I loved it, obviously the cream cheese frosting was amazing and everything else was incredible. And I remember asking her one time, why, you know, you know, what made you think to, to make carrot cake for me? And she said, well, as a kid, Jonathan, you were a very picky eater and she couldn't get vegetables into me. So she's like, she goes, this recipe calls for about a third of the carrots that I put in it but I could get damn carrots in your body. It's something <laughs> besides scrambled eggs and popcorn or whatever I wanted as a kid, like whatever my yes. little finicky face wanted. So, um, and this <laughs> one way she would do this kind of stuff. Mothers, I tell you, they're so good. So, so wait good.
1: though, so she used... Two thirds more, whatever the right math of that is. Carrot, she, yeah. it, it, the recipe called for a third of what three she times. Used. She's used three times so she, the carrots. Three, there it is. Three times as many carrots as the recipe called for. Yeah. So I I feel like I need to know what that what that cake was like because it sounds much more carroty.
0: It's very. It was very. But and 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 the and the uh, the um, the dough part of it, the the flour and the and, and the cakey part of it um, was. Uh, what do I want to say? Cinnamony and a, like mm. little, a little nutmeg-y. and it was just—it mm-hmm. was just this incredible. Maybe it was allspice. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. But it oh, had, had this—it had this uh, effervescence to the. So, so you would get into it, and it was this—these very, very well grated carrots. And so you—they nice. almost they didn't—they didn't melt. but like you just couldn't tell. That they were yeah. in there oh, and they were absorbed God. well and mixed well and it was just anyway. So my fa- the failure part of this here we go is me trying to recreate this. I have her recipe. It's handwritten. It's mm. something that and she has these these cards of all her handwritten recipes that either were yeah. passed down or that she had taken other recipes and made them her own. Which and 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 when we inherited all of we inherited everything after she passed. Um, and she had, this is no joke, like 3000 books in the house. Um, and about half of them were cookbooks and they, wow. and, and I have maybe a 10th of the cookbooks still, cause I can't part with them because all of the handwritten notes in the side and the things right. that she had circled, like, like this, you know, you know, double this, you know, t- take, take, yeah. take, take a little sprinkle of this and do this at the end. Like the little things that um that really a true artisan does when they when right. when when they know like great a good recipe you know she follows she follows the recipe she's like no it need a little bit of this and she does it and mm. it's like well oh, it's perfect so um I've made a couple of carrot cakes and they're good they're, mm-hmm. they're not mom's carrot cakes they're just interesting they're just not and and it's one of those things again where I could sit there and look at this cake and eat it and cry because it's not the same it's good and I'm like listen I yeah. it's, it's like it's like, you know, when when you when when you have something and and it goes away and you try to replace it with something inferior, you're like, well, you're okay, right? but you're not.
1: <laughs> exactly, yes.
0: Right, yeah. It's like that. So
1: Yeah, I can imagine that. Yeah, I I have not uh it, it I think I guess it maybe is trying to recreate things, not necessarily without the not necessarily with the um the emotional connection to a carrot cake like your mom's. Um yeah. but recreating macaron that I've had successfully or recreating other things and being unable to get them right, you know, and having that moment. It like, yeah, it's okay. Well, okay. I think it's also unfair. And I'll just say this because I
0: ate this as a child where my taste buds were not what an old right man's mouth, I have an old <laughs> mouth now, and it just doesn't do what it used to do. It doesn't taste what it used to taste. And I'm probably never going to get there because Mm-hmm. I, this is not impossible. I don't have the taste buds that I used to have. And I think yeah. maybe some of this is just me saying this was good enough. Like maybe yeah. the, the effort, Gosh. you know,
1: I don't know. There's a whole, oh my, we have a whole nother episode about how we come to terms with good enough as adults, but I'm not going to try to unpack that. <laughs> Cause we're talking about dessert. Um, yeah. So we are, we're close to the end of our time, but I want to know okay. how. I know that went fast. I'm now interested in what was what is currently your favorite dessert to eat? If you're at a restaurant, somebody else is cooking it, somebody else is cleaning, and they it's a magical restaurant where all desserts are possible. Um, um
0: uh, yeah. What's the I, one? I'm so There's pedestrian? One you you're not gonna you're you, listener, it, you're gonna be disappointed. Mine it, it's tiramisu. Mm. And if it's really done well, and I've I've had tiramisu. All over the world, like all these different places that I've been, and I've had wonderful experiences. I've had um, surprising experiences. We were at a restaurant called Bucu de Beppo and mm. um, and it's a chain. And we and and it's a funny little place because if you if, you know if you're just a couple, just two of you, I think then they have all the all the seats and everything in, in, in the tables, and then they have one table in the kitchen. Like you can actually go sit uh-huh. in the kitchen, and there's a little table, and you can see all the magic happening. It's kind of a funny little thing they do. But uh, we had this table. I was with Andrea. And we, we had this nice meal and it was fine. It was not It was it was better than average Italian. I thought it was it, it was good. But then they brought out this tiramisu. And I said, yeah, do you know, I'll try. Right. And it was magnificent. It was like, wow, The the you know, it wasn't over booze. But the, you know, you, you could tell yeah. it was, you know, the lady fingers had been soaked properly. And it was just done there. And I, I told him hats off to the to the dessert chef, this was, this was great. Oh, okay. And, and yeah, Bucu Beppo. And I was, I was pleasantly surprised. I wouldn't say it's the best
1: tiramisu I've ever had, but sure. it was the biggest surprise. But you expected it to be much worse. Yeah, which is kind I of did. Awesome. Yeah, I did, yeah. I it expected to it to be Beppo. like maybe some whipped cream on some,
0: you know, lady fingers, but no, this is, this
1: was this is good. I've been to Bucu de Bepo in Seattle and found it to be good. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, it's a big family style place, but, but yeah. same thing, good. Um, I would have also been surprised by a really exceptional tiramisu. Um, for me, interestingly, and and this is um, a little bit of that um, of that nostalgia, perhaps. But uh, if all desserts are possible, mm-hmm. the one that I probably would go with is key lime pie. Oh, of course. and 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 the I think the reason for that is I grew up with a key lime tree in my yard, so we used and it produced year round. This is in South, South Florida, and it um, we used key limes for everything. I would squeeze key lime into tuna salad. I would use key lime on top mm. of the steak. You know, and on and on and on. And so key lime yeah. pie was relatively easy to make. Um, but key limes taste different than limes and they taste different than lemons. And so yeah. key lime pie made with good, fresh, real key limes and a mm-hmm. good graham cracker crust. The simplest of ingredients, but but when assembled with those simple ingredients, it's just awesome. It's magic. And yeah, it's magic. So and the
0: meringue. Say- and, and it gets not whipped cream, meringue, right?
1: Uh, You know, it depends. Usually the ones I have had are just a standard sort of custard pie the kind Mm of the key lime and, you know, however they do the custard. I think the very, very quick way is with sweetened condensed milk and that kind of makes it firm up. But Mm -hmm. some kind of custard along with key lime juice and then just a ring of um, whipped cream around the edge of the crust. So you just get a little bit of whipped cream to go with it. Um, uh, Mostly it's just a tangy lime flavor. So I haven't had one with meringue. That'd be interesting yeah yeah um
0: okay so we're new time i before we go and thank yeah. you this was good greg oh my gosh great it's, i love this <laughs> it's early morning for me and i'm thinking uh pancakes like now i have to have something a little sugary right. a little sweet so i think i'll have my breakfast dessert which i think we just call that pancakes um and uh but thank you listener if you have a favorite dessert if there's something you struggled with or something you've had let us know uh we have, have a facebook know. page dun, 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 yes. dun, and we are going to start to populate this with all sorts of fun things uh maybe some pictures of our favorite desserts we'll start to throw those up this week um Greg, if you yes, want to make your that. if you want to make your single sad cake uh and put a put a <laughs> picture of that
1: we and a picture of you single uh you, you know eating it yeah <laughs> that should be its name forever i think i should make a single sad <laughs> cake and post myself pictures of myself eating it <laughs> uh
0: and then uh we'll, we'll put those out so look for us on facebook under tasty gents yeah. we are the only ones um and the only tasty gents we are on the, the only facebook. tasty gents yeah uh there is um and we have uh, uh, and for those of us, we, we we don't have anyone else who's joined yet. We did we did just uh, uh, put it up there. So uh, for the we, we're going to have a raffle this week. So uh, we're so for the first five people who join, uh, or the number of people who join, we're going to uh, randomly pick uh, one of you, and you will receive the gift of a tasty gents mug. That's yes, right, you
1: will, and it's limited rare edition. because
0: limited to the only one we have. So yeah, yeah. We it's going to you. Yeah, so (laughs) bragging rights, if anything. Exactly. All right, everyone. All right, my friend. Thanks. Yeah, Greg, as always.
1: Such a pleasure. Great. Okay. All right, see everyone later. Bye, Bye. everyone. You've been listening to Tasty Gents, a geeky Palm Springs to Seattle podcast.
0: Okay, Q jingle. Cue
1: jingle.
0: There it is.